Hello everyone and welcome to What Gets You Cooking, the podcast giving you a new way to look at food, cook it and share it. This is Virginie, your host, and every Thursday I'm publishing a new episode, a solo cast or interviewing a food expert to share our experiences and tips to simplify your cooking. Hello, hello. Today is episode 14 and we're going to talk about food and a healthy brain. I'm going to discuss this documentary I saw last month that's called Healthy Diet for a Healthy Mind. And this is about the impact of food on our brains. And you can watch it if you want. If you want more details, if you're interested, you can watch it on Amazon Prime Video. It features a lot of international researchers from the US, Australia, France, Germany, the UK, the Netherlands, and probably some other countries that I'm forgetting right now. And I found it really interesting because it affects all of us at any age we are at. It affects children, it affects adults and older people. And I like that they all have, these researchers, their own approach in this kind of new domain called neuronutrition. Meaning that for once, we're not just looking at food um, in, uh, in the way that it affects our body, but also how it changes our whole behaviors. For example, at the University of Sydney, Australia, there is a researcher that did a research on rats and fed them cheap Western food from the supermarket. And she was able to observe two main things. First, they had no more feeling of satiation, meaning that they're starting to eat double the rations that they needed, which we can also observe in humans. And two, uh, it had a big impact on their spatial memory, meaning that the way they are able to remember where they've been and the way they examine their environment and remember usually, they were not able to do that anymore. So overly rich food really seems to confuse our brain and it also confuses our immune system and propagates inflammation and basically it's eating what's protecting the brain so that's kind of scary but the most scary study I watched in this documentary for me was about the hamsters that they uh, looked at this population of hamsters and um, that was decreasing because of corn plantation those guys turned into a murderous rage and 80% of them were eating their young so that was really scary to me and what they were able to observe was um, vitamin B3 deficiency. And it really made them ask the question of deficiency. Could such a deficiency really result in rage and change people's behaviors, like violent behaviors especially? Impulsiveness or even aggressions? Um, could, it, could that be due to part, part of it? Um, to poor nutrition so that was that was just um, kind of an interesting point because I had never thought of it in this way and of course there is a lot of them talking about uh, processed foods and some focus on sugar and even present it as an addiction stronger than cocaine as of today their hypothesis is that sugar addiction is uh, is a real thing because when given to uh, the rats they studied 
they ended up choosing sugar twice more often than cocaine. So that's also kind of scary. Then another research uh, showed similar results comparing sugar and other addictive drugs. They were looking at the brain activity doing MRIs uh, and looking at what the brain does when someone is expecting a milkshake or looking at images of sugary things. And what they show is that the pleasure decreases the more you consume of it, which is exactly what a drug does usually. And the reward center really fires up when you see images of it. But the more you consume it, the more you want it and the less effective it satisfies. It is at satisfying you. So that was also scary. Now, talking about behavior changes, I really liked this study and what they shared about this nutrition and crime specialist in the, in the Netherlands who conducted an experiment in a prison giving a group of inmates some vitamin supplements for three months and uh, looking at the impact it had. And what he was able to observe was that at the end of the three months in that group of inmates who had received the supplements, the violent incidents had decreased by a third. So again, they're showing that food stimulates impulses and really regulate our mood. Another study was done on 23,000 pregnant women and the impact of food, especially processed foods, on the first five years of life of the baby, taking into account other factors such as environmental factors, socioeconomic factors, etc., it really showed a pattern between what pregnant women ate and the kids' behaviors. Again, it's about, you know, aggressive behaviors or more kids having more tantrums etc and that was just really interesting how much it could affect or how long it could affect the kids in the end what uh, they point towards is to have a diet that's diversified and meals that are rich but balanced for example one of the diet that they praised the most is the traditional Mediterranean diet with legumes and greens and fish and seeds and olive oils. So, you know, to, to say it quickly, really good fats because it's been proven to reduce depression. Even if there is no absolute best diet, the science really points towards a balanced and diversified diet. And um, in conclusion... I would like to say that I was really happy to see the documentary because it's kind of been my gut feeling about all that, looking at uh, food and the way it influences our daily behaviors because that's um that's a new perspective and I found it really interesting to get scientific results on this specific um kind of things. Thank you so much for being with me on the podcast today. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you everyone for listening to our weekly episode of What Gets You Cooking. If you liked it, review it on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. That's the best way to support it. Thank you again and see you next week.